this, but I have this one. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome to the Shabbat Hebrew. Shalom. Welcome to the Hebrew Congregation of Houston, episode number one sixty-eight. Today we'll be looking at the parasha from Genesis, chapter eighteen, verse one through chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-four. Next week, Torah portion will be coming from Genesis, chapter twenty-three, verse one through chapter twenty-five, verse eighteen. Prophets will be First King, chapter one, one through thirty-one, and the Gospel John four, three through fourteen. So we hope you could spend some time looking at those as you listen and participate with our services. Amen. <laughs> so, alright. So, um, I guess in lieu of is to keeping it real. I'm just just a word of encouragement. I, I found this week, in terms of just my prayer life, just kind of feeling a bit down, and just getting a song really seemed to have done the trick, you know. And so there are times where a song could really help. As much as oftentimes people debate that prayer is is certainly the highest of our services to Yah, I think just being able to sing a song could really gladden your heart to the point where your burdens and your load just seem to just dissipate and now you could just really go before him with just an open and pure heart and and so we hope that in those times you find that song that would speak to your heart and elevate you to the point where you could go before the father and don't make it heavy just just have a conversation and so i felt this week this was sort of the struggle i was having wanting to to have protocols and so on and so on, but just laying it down and just having an honest conversation with Yah could be so meaningful. And so we hope that encourages you that when you find yourself in those situations, you are lifted and you could go before Him. Sing a song, it will certainly elevate you and take you into His presence. Amen. Rabbi would call those situations, those prayers, prayers of the heart. <laughs> Amen. In terms of what He's been teaching us. But um, and he also would say that you know uh, you start off with a song, a, a psalm, or something, and it kind of breaks. And in the Christian like space, when we went, it would say break up the foul ground, <laughs> you know. But I remember um, even before that, you know, from my both my grandmother and my aunt in two different um, instances um, said this to me, and I'm sure my mom at some point because my mom has just always got a song <laughs> whenever mm -hmm. things are going wrong. That's what she comes with. But um, but I remember those ones because I was literally trying to pray at that point, and it just seemed I don't know like a spiritual blockage, where just you 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 the words are coming out, but you're not feeling that connection that we feel with y'all spirit to spirit, you know where it's like you know in that song I know it's a Christian song, but it says when y'all appeared, then the soul felt its worth that kind of thing, and so that has been in many a time when I couldn't sometimes to the point of singing it when I couldn't pray it, you know, Amen. to the point where I would sing the prayer. And, and it's interesting that as we're learning more of the Hebraic way of walking, the Israelite way of walking, most of the prayers that we sang, our ancestors sang them. Most of the prayers that we said, our ancestors sang them. Even in Tehillim, a lot of times when we were coming from the Christian space, we would read those Psalms a lot of times instead of singing them. But, and it would make, cause us a lot of times to forget that all of those Psalms were actually songs. 
you know, because a lot of them were prayers, but they were prayer to song. And so it's made us feel this detachment where we feel like they're not one and the same, even though with Yah, they come one and the same to the point where chords can evoke Yah's presence. Chords can even, you know, cause spirits, you know, that were trying to come for you, you know, to, to shoot, shy away. We see that example with um, Daoud or right. David and, and Saul, you know, or um, Shaul where he's having that spirit that's coming over him and every time that Dawood would play his instrument, which they call the harp, but I can't confirm that that's actually the instrument that was played at the time, you know, then the spirit would calm down. It would re remove itself from him. And whenever he was not, then he would not be at peace again. And that's how powerful song and psalm and music can be, you know, when singing in the Ruach, singing in Yah's spirit and in his presence, you know, and as, as believers, we want to keep Torah, but we want to be chasing after Yah. He's, he chases after us and he shows us his love to the point where while we were yet in our sins, that's how I believe Yeshua put it, you know, he came and he sent Yeshua to, to show us the way to, to, to find pardon in us. We kept messing up and messing up and you can see the different captivities the different, um, you know, Bab we were in Nineveh, we were in Babel, we were <laughs> in Babylon, we were just getting, it was like captivity after captivity. A lot of times people like to get stuck on the Egyptian slavery and the Babylonian captivity, but you know, those are just, that's just some of them. Like we just kept disobeying and we kept ending up in captivity even till today. Look at, look at where we are. And it's, it's, that thing where it's like we have to also as he is showing us his affection he keeps on loving us he keeps on chasing after us but at some point you've got to say yes here am i yeah send me when he's chasing after you you know you can't just expect that continuously you know he will chase after you that's why there is um you know this he says appointed unto man wants to die and after that is the judgment so at some point you know you will have to say yes you know, and if you decide that you're not going to say yes and choose to walk in his ways, you know, don't be surprised at what your eternal life looks like. And then Amen. that's that's Amen. my own <laughs> no, <but laughs> my I, own take on things. Just, so unless there's yeah. nothing else, but I think honestly it seemed very appropriate even for this Torah portion. Um Vayera, which means and he appeared. And we're going into the fourth one where the angels appear before Abraham. And I think many times that's kind of what we want. We want you to appear and be present in our lives. Mm -hmm. and, and so, again, we have to be able to access him. And I think sometimes a song certainly helps. And I know that's touching that. on, on the Tuesday um, <laughs> teachings, Rabbi, when we talk about accessing him. But, you know, it, that's what all of this is for, even the Shabbat services that we're Amen. having, is that Amen. we want to be communicating. Remember that his intention originally was to communicate with us, with Adam and Hua. He would, he would walk with Adam in the cool of the day, and they would communicate. When he came for the children of Israel through Moshe, he at first presented himself before them, and they got scared of the thunder and lightning, but he initially wanted to communicate with them, you know, and they were the ones who got scared. It has always been Yah's intention for us to walk with him, you know, and to walk with him and Amen. to hear what he's saying and to be like Yeshua who says, I I am my father one because I do the things that my father tells me to. I do the things my father says, my Avaya says, you know. So um, we're just gonna, I guess, play this um, instrumental and, and sing along with it. Um, it's. I guess the the one that kind of 
helped did it for me. So this he was kept very singing helpful. it today. So I was like, okay, we'll sing that, even though <laughs> before that I had something else in mind. But Yah's name be great. Amen. Well, no, it's okay. okay. Yeah, it changed. Oh, 
show me your way. Hallelujah.
attempt to do it without the normal rehearsal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. You. Thank you, Yah. Glory, glory. And some call it Tefilat Yahusha or Yahawashai. Hallelujah. The Lord's Prayer. Hallelujah. 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 And I'm doing it without musical score because I don't want to go and search for it. So, sorry for those who will mind it. Alvino Malheinu Shema Shamaim Yichadesh Shimcha Tavo Malchudha I told you I did not practice, so it may have been off pitch for those pitch sets. Do it in people. English. <laughs> but, oh, my husband said to do it in English.
as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from all evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory Hallelujah in him we are healed. His is the kingdom. His is the glory. His Yah's be all power. He is Elohim or Elohim. Hallelujah. The power of powers forever and ever. Hallelujah. Doesn't it make you think of Shema, that part where we say it in silence, Baruch and Kavod? When you say his is the kingdom, his is the power, and his is the glory forever Ever and ever. And ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So are we doing Shema or are we doing we could do the prayer and then do the Shema after because that's usually the order we send them. Amen. Hallelujah. A little private discussion <laughs> we're having there. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I guess we can share. Barukata Yahuadonai Eloheinu Melecha Olam Asheke Dishinu Bimitzvotah Wisiwa Alivre Torah 
Blessed are you, Yahuwah Adonai, our power, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to study the Torah. Therefore we beseech you, Yahuwah Adonai, our power, to make pleasant the words of your Torah in our mouths and in the mouths of your people, the house of Israel, so that we, our descendants and the descendants of your people, the house of Israel, may all know your name and study your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah Adonai, our power, who teaches the Torah to your people, Israel. Amen. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, on our power, King of the universe, who has chosen us from among all of the nations and given to us your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, giver of the Torah. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, yeah. Thank you, hallelujah. At this point, we'll do the Shema, and we'll turn it over to our rabbi. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. Shema Yisrael Yahuwah Eloheinu Yahuwah Hear, O Israel, Yahuwah denies our power, Yahuwah is one. Blessed be the name of his glorious kingdom and his rulership forever and ever. 
And you shall love Yahuwah your power with all of your heart and all of your soul and all that you have. Let these words that I command you today be in your heart. You shall teach them to your children and you shall discuss them while sitting in your house, while moving in route, when you lay down and wake up. You shall bind them as a token upon your hand and they shall be as a totafoth between your eyes. Write them upon the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Shema Israel, Shema Israel, Father, we thank you, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, for this opportunity to come before you to acknowledge you as Lord and King of our lives, Father. Father, we pray your hand of anointing be upon Rabbi right now, Father, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit be with him, that the word that comes out of his mouth will be the very words, Father, that comes out of yours, Father. Use him as your vessel, hallelujah. Blessed is the man who comes, comes in, the, in name the name of, of Yah. Yah. Hallelujah amen. and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, praise Yah, we are here for another Shabbat. And uh, I'm thankful to be here. And I'm thankful for his word. And we invite the angels of the presence and the angels of the sanctification to be here with us today as we study the word. Amen. <sighs> We've had our song. We've had our prayer. And we're continuing to pray. Um, there was something I wanted to—I was going to say—and and and I, I'm going to put it this way. You know, a lot of people we are taught. I'll put it this way: we are taught in in different communities uh, from the teachings handed over from from Judaism that we put a guard around the name of our father. And we don't use it. That's rabbinic. Uh, because the father says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I will be exalted amongst the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. So if people don't know who, because when you're saying Lord or master, that could be talking about anyone. But when you know the name, and he wants the world to know his name, to know who he is, and he gives us, you know, he's so powerful, our father is so powerful that, you know, a name, really he's above all the names, but he gave us a way 
to distinguish himself and set himself aside, his power, from the other gods. Okay, and I said it, other gods. And he himself said, I am, you know, I'm the God. I've created all the others. I create everything else. And so he wants us to know the explicit name and also, again, the other names that he's given us for healing and direct, you know, for, for deliverance, all those names. And as a matter of fact, we see the power of those names in this parashah. So when you hear us singing, we're, we're using Yahuwah, you know, uh, the explicit name, the tetragrammic, that's the power, that's the name he wants us to use in the earth, one of those, right, appellations in, the, in this earth, to get things done. And he wants the earth and he wants the world to know, the heathens of the world, the unbelievers of the world to know, this is Yah, I created all things, Yah, a Yah, a sure a Yah, Yah, okay? Some say Y-H, we say Yud, Abal, or Yud, uh, hey, so um, when the Jews put a hedge around it, it was because they didn't want people to blaspheme the name. They were protecting themselves. Okay. But our father wants everyone to know his name. Everyone. As, and, and, you know, so if you use the name, use it in the power and in the, and, and in the way it's supposed to be used and not in just everyday dog language. Don't don't do it if you're not going to use it with power and reverence and, and 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 in fear. Don't use his name. If you're singing praise songs, if you're praying, yes, um, for the power. Because if, when you say the name, when the name is served, the universe takes notice. Creation takes notice when that name is pronounced. Okay, so you know, be aware. So we're going forward again. And we, we're thankful all of you that are here, right? And, and that are hearing our voice. And we want to try to make the word as simple and yet uh, take you to a, a level, a, a, a higher level of under, give you an understanding of what, a, what this word is all about. And when we are talking about the children of Israel, we're talking about, yes, the Shema, Hear, O Israel, the people, those, Yasha, all those that are going to the Creator, our Father, Avinu Shabbat Shamayim, Yahuwah, okay, Yahuwah. You know, we have different dialects, so we say his name differently, but he understands. He understands. Even when you mispronounce the name, but you're doing it in earnest, he understands. Even if you use the name JC, but you, 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 your heart and desire is for Yahuwah Shai. Yahuwah Shai, as you've heard the name pronounced Yahuwah Shai, or Yahshua, but Yahuwah Shai in our dialect is proper for the way that we understand Yahuwah Shai, Yahuwah Shai, you know. So and that is the, Yah is our, our salvation, and it is the name of our, what, our Savior, as they, as they call it, our Mashiach, okay, Yahuwah Shai, uh, Yah is our salvation, his name is in the name. So these are important things to understand. And, and we, we don't operate. And I want you to understand we are not operating in religion. We're operating right in the truth of the word of Yah. We're reaching and striving into the spiritual aspects. Don't call that spirituality. You know, but it is not 
religion, even though there are religious aspects where we're praying and worshiping and meditating, those are religious aspects, right? But they're also, they're, more importantly, there are spiritual aspects because we're reaching into the spiritual realm, okay? So it's, it's, it's like in the spiritual realm, there is no time or space. There's no up or down. But yet we talk about walking in the garden in the cool of the day. We talk about holding the hands on the closest of, of Yah or closest of creator. The way that you're close to him, the way that you're close to him in the spiritual realm is by obeying his commandments. So when he says, I want you, they know, you know my name, you're intimate with my name. That's your closeness. And you're close with him, not just because you know the name, but because you're obeying his commandments. See, that, that's what, how you get close. And then, then you begin to, when you begin to obey the commandments and do the commandments, now you look like him. See, these are spiritual concepts that you have to, you, you should understand. The way you look like your father is when you do what he says. You see, when you're close, when you to walk with him or to be close with him is when you obey the commandments. Okay. And then you start doing justice and mercy and all these things, you know, praying for the, the for the sick and, and praying for those that are in prison for you know unjust causes. Okay. And even if you've committed a crime and you're in prison, we still pray for your soul while you're living, because once you're going, you know, torment starts. So we do these things, spiritual concepts, and we bring the spiritual concepts, bring spiritual actions down to the natural realm when we start doing things. So for me to be close to my, my Isha is, to, I walk with her, we, we talk together, we, 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 we debate together, we do things together. That's in the natural realm, but in the spiritual realm, you see, we're praying for each other, we, we're speak, speaking spiritual and singing spiritual hymns and songs together, we're thinking about each other. You know, so so these are things that we have to uh, grasp and take hold of. Okay, so now let's look at this. Let's take this into the parashah. Parashah this week. Uh, I'm looking at chapter 18 in the book of beginnings, Genesis, better sheet. Okay, in the beginning. And it says this, it says, and the Lord, again, that word Lord in, in the Hebrew is Yahuwah. See, so it said, but but again, because it's written in the word so that you can know who he is. Who specifically am I speaking to? You know, who am I speaking about? Who is speaking? It says, so the Lord appeared to him. <clears throat> again, here's, a, here's one of those things, appearance. Now watch this. He said, the, and Yah and Yahuwah appeared to him. Speaking about Abraham, and he says, by the terebinth of Mamre, as he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day and raised his eyes and looked and lo, there three men stood by him. So you know how the story goes. He's sitting at the door. And, and for those that have studied deeper know that he was sitting there and he had just had his circumcision, his brit milah. And so in the third day, you're in, in pain. It's supposed to be the pain, most painful, and I, and I can attest to that. It is most painful day. You know, you're healing, your body's healing, the nerves and things. And so he's sitting there, as, his, as was his custom, by the way. And, and what he would do is he'd see strangers come by. He would ask them, you know, invite them into the home, and he would wash their feet. And he was a very humble man. In other words, this is how you see, remember I said, 
you you look like him because you do his things. So he invites them in. He he washes your feet. He he offers food. And he does this to everyone. He didn't do it just for these three men that were coming. This was not the first thing, but this was his custom, as was his custom. You see, our father is a bestower. He gives. He gives to everyone. He feeds everyone. He gives to the, every, all the creation. So Abraham is emulating his father. In other words, so now he's looking like his father. So these three men come to him, and and they begin. And again, he offers them to come in. He sits them down. He said, "Don't go past." He said, no, you're not leaving. You're not going past me until I serve you, right? So he he gets them in, and he washes their feet, and he, he he as it would say, he kills the fatted calf. He slaughter slaughter the calf, and and he's feeding them. Now bear in mind, these are angels. And so when you're saying angels are spiritual, so they don't eat and they don't drink. But we who have studied in the advanced classes understand that they were not really eating, but it was a vision that Abraham saw. Yeah, Rob, are you making that up? No, I'm not making it up. This is not my thoughts. This is written. Okay, this is written. How do you know? Let me share something with you. Let me let me just share. If I can, if I may, let me share something with you. Let me see if I can get this thing to work right. Sometimes we have little challenges, you know. We have challenges, but we're gonna see if we can we can give you a little something here, uh, a little nourishment to go wrong with the parachute because we do this parachute every year. So I want to try to do a little bit something, add a little more to your understanding of it. So this is from the book of October. It's in Tobit, right? Called the son Tobias, right? So you, you get to, and this is chapter 12 in, in Tobias. So I want to read this so you understand why I said that these, the, the angels, you know, were not really eating and it is not coming from me, from Rob Optional, but it comes from, uh, what do you call it? The, the scrolls, okay? And by the way, the scroll that was left out, right? In this scroll is very important, especially for those who believe on the Shia, because there's a lot of information in here about, about and, and this is, and this is Tob, uh, Tobias though, this, but but um, uh, I was trying to, I was kind of mixing up with the, with the other book, uh, 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 Ezra chapter four, but this is Tobias chapter 12. It says uh, in verse four, okay, it says, Oh, let me go back. Let me read this because this also is, is kind of like Abraham being a blessed memory because the three angels are there with Abraham and they all have a, a, a specific perfect purpose for being with Abraham. So we, I'm going to read this and then we go back to Abraham being a blessed memory. It says, and Tobit called his son Tobias and said to him, see my child that the man which met, went with you uh, have his wages and you must give him more. And he said to him, father, it is not, there's no harm to me to give him the half of those things which I have, have brought, for he has led me for you, led me for you in safety, and he cured my wife. So when he says cured my wife, if if anybody knows about the angel Raphael, he is the healer. So Raphael, he says, and he has he was it says uh, he cured my wife, right? And he, and he says and and brought my money, uh, 
and likewise cured you. Again, Raphael lets you that let you know who he is. He says, the old man said, It is due to him, and he called the uh, and he called the messenger and said to him, Take half of all that you you are uh, all have you have brought. Let me read that right. Okay. Take half of all that you all have brought. Then he called them both privately, okay, and said to them, now this is the angel. He says, bless God and give him thanks and magnify him and give him thanks inside of all that live. So this is what angels do. They don't take the power of Yah on themselves, but they always direct you to the Father. Any messenger, any angel that comes and you, you deal with, he's going to always direct the conversation to the Father. Avino Shabbat Shammai, our Father in heaven. If he doesn't do that, then you know it's not an angel of Yah. Okay, He's not working for the side of Yah or, or on mercy's side. He says, uh, and he says, for the things which he has done with you, it is good to bless Yah and exalt his name. Again, he's telling us what we need to do. We always give it to him. Even Yeshua, Yahushai, Yahuwah Shai, he gives all the glory to the Father. That lets you know he's in right standing. When it talks about in Zechariah, it talks about if you would do these things. And that's in Zechariah chapter 3. And the, and, and the angel speaks to him and says, but if you would do these things, talking to Yahuwah Shai, right? See, even he has to acknowledge and do as he's commanded to do, our Mashiach, the one that everybody calls him God. He directs us to the true creator of all things, okay? It's good to bless Yah and to exalt his name, okay? So who are we supposed to be lifting up? We're supposed to be lifting up the name of Yah. How are, you going to, how are you going to lift up the name of Yah if you don't know the name? So he gives us his name through scripture, Yahuwah, all right? If you even put the other Yahuwah Shabbat, Yahuwah Rapha, Yahuwah, it's always Yahuwah first, and then the other names. Yah my healer, Yah my salvation, you know? Yah all-powerful. All these things, that name, the appellation, the, the tetragrammation is there. The tetragram is there. You have our hey. Okay. So exalt his name. I'm trying to give you some direction. I'm trying to give you some understanding uh, uh, so that you will call properly, the chain of command properly. All right? Because you've been taught incorrectly. Many of you have been taught incorrectly. Everyone that is sent from the Father will exalt the Father. We exalt our Father. Everyone else are messengers to do a job, a specific purpose in the earth. But all the power, he says, always exalt the Father. This is not from Rabbi Abishalom. This is from the manuscripts. And if you read, when you read the prophets, and when you read, with, even in Daniel, when he bowed down, he said, you know, he te they tell him, it is Yah who you are to bow down to and worship. Do not worship me. This is important for you to understand and know. And he says, he says, showing out with honor the works of Yah. Do, do not be slack to give him thanks. See, so we've been taught. Thank you, JC. Thank you, JC. Thank you, JC. Believe on the name of J.C., but know that it is the Father who sends J.C. Uh, some of you going to get upset about that, but that's okay, because you're not getting upset with me. We're getting upset with the one who sent me. He said, you're going to kill the messenger. You're going to kill the messenger? That's okay. I'm going to live again. 
It says, it is good to keep close to the secret. Uh, it is good to keep close to the secret of a king, but to reveal gloriously the works of Yah. Again, Yah. Do good and evil. Do good and evil will not. Uh, do good and, and uh, let's see what's it. Sorry. Do do not slack to give thanks. It is good to keep close a secret, but reveals. Gloriously, the works of God do good and evil will not find you. It sounds like something from the book of Genesis. Evil is at the door, but you must master it. Okay. It says, God is, uh, good is prayer with fasting, kindness, and righteousness. A little with righteousness is better than with much with unrighteousness. It is better to give alms than to lay up gold. Kindness delivers from death and it purges away sin, all sin. Those who give alms and do righteousness will find will be filled with life. So doing something makes you look like the father. Our father does something. If you want to look like him, do good. Do good if you want to look like him. Yas, Yahushai said, you, when you look at me, you've seen the Father. How say you show us the Father? He's showing you that he's doing the things of the Father, so you should see the Father in him because of what he has done in the earth. He's not saying that he is the Father. He's not saying that he is, the, is God. He's saying that I look like him. If you look at me, you see him. Am I giving you some understanding of what the writers are saying in the letters? Okay of the New Testament. You're trying to show you something. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to show you something from the scripture, how to look like your father. Okay. He says, surely I will keep nothing close from you. This comes out of this also in the prayer, in, in, in the parish, it says, how should I hide something from Abraham? Seeing how he should lead his family, right? So he said, surely I will keep nothing close from you. I have said it is good to keep close the secret of a king, but to reveal gloriously the works of Yah. And now when you prayed and Sarah, your daughter-in-law, I brought the memorial of your prayer before the Holy One. See, they didn't know they were talking to an angel. They didn't know. They don't know until he reveals himself. Just like Yeshua, when he was walking on the earth after the resurrection, talking on the, on the road to Mount, they didn't understand, they didn't know who he was until, you know, they said, did not our hearts burn when he spoke? This is the same thing. He says, when you bury the dead, listen, this is the works that uh, Toby was doing. When you bury the dead, I was with uh, I was with you likewise. Okay. When he's doing his good thing, when he's doing what he, what he was commanded, we're commanded to do, you know, to honor the dead in burial. He says, and when you did not delay to raise up and leave your dinner that you might go and cover the dead, your good deed was not hidden from me. So you start to look like you look, he's looking like him. He says, I was with you. And now God sent me. This said this. See, the angel was with him. You know, there's a, a teaching, and we teach this, and we've taught this in the advanced class that when we go, we have four angels with us. Michael on the right side, Gabriel on the left side, uh, Raphael behind us, and Uriel in front of us. Okay. So he said, So the angels are with you. When you're doing the right thing, they're there with you. Okay. 
He says, and now God sent me to heal you and your daughter-in-law, Sarah. I am Raphael. The one that's behind you all the time. I am Raphael. He says, one of the seven holy messengers, which present the prayers of the saints, angels of the sanctification, angels of the presence. I said that earlier. He says, and go in before the glory of the Holy One. He says, and they were both troubled and fell on their faces uh, and they were afraid. And he said to them, do not be afraid. You will, will all have peace, but bless Yah forever. For I did not come of, of any favor of my own because his name was in him. He says, but the will of your God, your Yah, Therefore, bless him forever. Okay, he says, all these days I appear to you. Here's the end of the matter. All these days I appear to you. I did not eat or drink, but you all saw a vision. That's where I wanted to get you, but I had to give you the give you some context of what's going on, the revelation. And see, one of the angels that is there with Abraham is Raphael. Okay. And you know that, again, I, I laid it out for you. I said Abraham was there after the circumcision and he was in pain. Raphael was there for that reason, okay? He said, so give thanks to God because I ascend to him that sent me. Write in a scroll all the things which I have done. Now, if he was instructed to write them in a scroll, why isn't it in the King James Version? See, it was the intent for this message to get to you so you could get some understanding, okay, what the Father wants you to know. So, you know, I want you to see those things and understand, and, and understand you know, when the scripture is, is, is showing us that you have to understand what it means so that you don't think that these were natural men, that, that, that these were a vision that Abraham saw. Now, I said that that uh, Raphael was there for Abraham's benefit. And so we know that Abraham leaves here. Some, you know, the, the, the angels leave Abraham. Well, two of them left and the one stayed with him. Okay, Raphael stayed there with him. So what was the purpose of the others that came? Well, remember in this, and also in, in, as you read and have read, okay, um, he says, uh, as you go down to verse nine, it starts getting, it talks about Sarah and it starts to talk about her having a child. Okay. Well, Michael was sent for that purpose. Michael represents chesed or mercy. So, you know, uh, oh, I see a hand. Somebody, someone's hands up. I just wanted to just comment it's, that it's so interesting that you're going over this because you could be going over the exact Torah portion, but you went into Tobit because this is exactly the chapter and the scriptures I was reading this morning. So I was like, yeah. And when I got to that part where he talks about it was just a vision and stuff, I did not actually eat. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And so for you to be touching it and explaining on it, because now it's like, of course, you know, once you see that, you're like playing back everything that happened 
before that you just read between him and Raphael and and all of that from going to um, to meet the in-laws and the whole line yourself I'm like a vision <laughs> yeah yeah. So it's a side comment that is like mm-hmm. so you know how how Yah does things because I thought I was opening the book to read the book of Yashar since I realized okay we're in Genesis let me also look into Yashar and I end up just it's like go and finish Tovi or Tovi Yahu and I went in in the same chapter that I was in this morning is exactly where you ended up landing mm-hmm. and I have it all highlighted <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, I just just a comment as well when you talked about the um, entertaining of angels, I, it just reminded me. I, I think even growing up, you were always instructed to to treat strangers well. Mm-hmm. The fact that you may entertain angels anyway. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like um, as a people, maybe I'm wrong. Like we've lost that sensitivity. that sensitivity mm-hmm. to strangers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I guess it, it concerns me a bit. Yeah, that's because we've fallen away, right? We've we've gotten weaker. Remember, we see we see how our our, our forefathers were so uh, powerful in the in the things that they re, that, that were revealed to them. They were stronger than us, mm-hmm. and in every generation, we're getting weaker. That's in. And by the way, if you want to know more information on that, you go to uh, uh, the book of, of, of Ezra, right, mm-hmm. and you get into that. Second book, one in in the Sefer is in the fourth book, and it reads about how it tells us about how each generation has gotten weaker. As the Earth gets older, we're getting weaker. But that's that's you know, and that's that's why that's why we don't you know that answers why we don't see the things that that they did. They were stronger because they were you know, uh, and and we're getting further away. Again, as it says, we're getting farther away from uh, who we. Were created to be and even if you do see things the way that they do nowadays i, I believe one time i was telling you about that where um there were more than one occasion where i heard people saying they're leery of people who always saying that y'all told them y'all told them because um he's not speaking to them that much and so it's like if you are happen to be one of those people where he speaks to you often everyone looks at you as if you're lying or it's not because it's not it's so rare that it's it's you know you look like either you look super spiritual to them or you look like you know you're you're being dishonest because he's not talking to me that much so therefore he's not talking to anyone else that much either you know yeah yeah and then, yeah so they look at you as, yeah it was the same way with the prophets that's why they killed them right mm-hmm. yeah because they would they called them the crazy ones yeah 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 and and you know even i say growing up around the holiness people you know and the in the 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 mothers of the church you know they had this certain thing about them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we we had a mother like that the one we told you she passed away at 101 so you know we she would not you could fool everyone else you couldn't fool her (laughs) and and yeah that's we have to be careful We have to have our eyes and ears open and understand and not agree with the things that are put upon us mm-hmm. by the place that we live. You know, the, the, the areas and the countries and the states and the cities that we live, we have to be careful uh, to stay with what the word says and not veer from it. Right. You know, because that's a part of the 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 falling away that they always talk about you know people always talk about there's a, 
unless they, you know, there's a great falling away. This is, a, this is what happens to us. We start to agree with the world system. And that takes us far away from, we, we no longer are walking with him. Mm -hmm. And we walk with him by obeying the commandments, mm -hmm. right? And we die spiritually first because we've lost our connection to him. He didn't walk away from us. He didn't leave us, but we leave him. We leave him. And then it's very you know. hard to keep his commandments once you separate spiritually, because that's yeah. when you'll know the difference between your own flesh and mine and what it would do, the way that seems right to a man, but in yeah. the, it's, and it's destruction versus, yeah. you know, the right way that he right. intended. Yeah. 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 I, I hope you get to that part with, um, with Yonah, um, where he mentions Yonah, the prophecy and stuff, because I yeah. found that interesting too, but I don't know if you will. Yeah, yeah, no, I won't get there because that's toward the end of that's, that's back there. I, yeah, and I was like, "What? It says on yeah. the oh yeah, yeah." It's, <laughs> but it, it answered a question because I was wondering if it was before or after the prophecy yeah. when when Yonah went to Nineveh, and it answers yeah. that question of it being yeah. afterwards. And he talks about how Yonah said the thing that was said, you know, it's going to come to pass. What what Yonah said will yeah. come to pass, and so he sends him in a direction, and it kind of gives you a perspective on. Yeah. Like, you know, this, us this in the and how we end up in this situation too. Uh -huh. And this one is good because it talks about Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we know, again, from the advanced classes, we know that in Sodom and Gomorrah, in that area, they would, you know, they'd kill you, take what you got. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As it, you know, that, that was their culture. Yeah. So, and, and you know, and in and, and this parish, all, you know, lots, lots there. And Abraham prays, you know, for his salvation, mm -hmm. right? Prays for him. He's praying that, no, don't destroy, you know, what about, you know, don't destroy him, but give him, you see, this is inter intercession, power of intercession. And so Raphael is having a, a, a conversation with Abraham and, and Gabriel is there. And so Gabriel is there for, what is Gabriel? He's, he's judgment. Yeah. He's one of the three, mm -hmm. right? So... In our lives, these three angels are really, you know, prevalent every day. And then again, as I said, there are four, but these three, we see the manifestation of them all the time. So Gabriel and, and Michael, Michael was again, Michael had already fulfilled with Sarah. He says, You're gonna have a baby. Mm -hmm. Right? She laughs. No, 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 you lied. You 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 laugh, but you're gonna have a baby, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but but when Gabriel, there's two of them leave, Michael and Gabriel, they go on about their on their journey and they go on into Sodom where Lot is, and they're going to get Lot out of there. But when and then then it is, you know, uh the thing is judgment is there. Gabriel is there. You were asking the question, and I was like, there's a scripture that I had never noticed until today, too, when I was reading it, and it said in verse 15, where it says, I am Raphael, one of the seven holy angels, which present the prayers of the Kodashim, and which go in and out before the glory of the Holy One. When you were saying, what is what is it that he does? And I was like, oh, it tells you specifically what they did. And then I came across in another book, where yeah. said what yeah. um, Gabriel and, and um, Mikhail do, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they reveal themselves. Throughout scripture, a lot of times we don't see it until it's time for us to see it, mm -hmm. right? Or we see it and we forget about it. It just doesn't, and then it takes something to trigger it, to bring it back. Right. You know, 
then you kind of understand even though they may be going in error why the catholic will will do that thing where they say and we're praying to the angel this and the angel that because they yeah, must have seen these and say okay he's the one presenting our prayers so we're going to pray to the angel Raphael. Yeah. <laughs> you know uh -huh. that's not how it's supposed to really <laughs> right and they, they stop work actually stop bowing down and worshiping yeah yeah that gets to the point of worship because they don't, they don't understand the yeah father follow yeah. the model of yahusha he said right. so that was our father yeah. let you know who you're praying to yeah yeah and but then people still pray to him yeah and he didn't say that when they they asked him how to pray he didn't say that and so i was like where did they get this model from that he yeah. never gave? He didn't even say in Yahusha's name, but he right. does later on say, if you ask anything in my name. In my name. Right. You will pray in to the soul. Father, he says there, and he will surely give it to you. Yeah. You know, So that's the model we're supposed to be doing. But a lot right. of times we get it confused or as we get all caught up in the spirit, we start mixing and crossing in position. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we, uh, we live on the merit of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, mm. right? So we remember them in prayer. So it's the same. It follows the same teaching, same pattern, right? Mm -hmm. we, yeah. you know, we we say things in the name of our teachers, but that doesn't mean we're worshiping our teachers. I read something interesting today uh, about Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And and the person said, "I'll be glad when I see them all, all three of them." <laughs> You see, you see the foolish. You see, well, I'm not going to call it foolishness, but you see how the teaching gets twisted. Yeah. I can't wait to see all three of them. Mm. You see, so you're saying you you don't worship three gods because mm. you just said all three of them. Mm -hmm. You see, and, and see without understanding. You know, he says, "I am one," and you say the smart, the shema every day. Twice a day to remind us that he is, he is the only one. He is the only one. Yeah, I'll give that one at least to the Christians, even though they believe in the Trinity, they believe there are three different expressions. They don't believe it's yeah. like three different people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this person was a Christian. Yeah. They, that yeah. was a with the wrong understanding. understanding. Yeah. <laughs> you say, I see all three of them. You know, that's telling me, okay, you took them with three entities when actually you spoke to one. Mm -hmm. Right? So they so, know the principle of one. That's why they say, okay, we can't understand the Trinity. But yeah. since they told us the Trinity exists, then we're going to accept it, even though that's still wrong. But um, yeah, but at least they, they told, know. Yeah, they want to take three pillars and make what? For the transfiguration, they want to make three pillars. In other words, verse three. Whenever you start taking, when they talk about pillars, they, that's, those are worships. And so it, it's a wonder that they didn't take the three that came to Abraham and started to worship him. <laughs> those three. Yeah, and when Peter said that, didn't he stop him? When he was like, "Let's yeah. take one for you, one for He was like, "Nah, nah." <laughs> right. because, yeah, because that today they would be yeah. guess what, and they do anyway. I mean, they're doing it anyway. So yeah. doing whatever they want. We stay away from the appearance of those things and tell the truth is one. Hear, o Israel, the Lord our God is one. He's yeah. one, right? So whenever we, you, you, you can't say three. I want to see all three because you're starting. That's three gods. Yeah. Even though he says Allahim. Right, mm -hmm. those powers as you know, the power of him, we understand it. He is one, right? It's really a lot of power to it. But anyway, get back to this Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah. And look, look, um, he's there in the midst of these people, just like us. 
And we know the things that were going on in that region because he destroyed that whole region, right? And so Lot and his, his, his wife and the daughters were married or had men or were betrothed, but the men didn't go with him. But the wife and the daughters, two daughters, went with him, right? They were laid out. And in the in the legend or in the story, in the in the in the the reading, it says that the wife looked back. But in the spiritual realm, the looking back is that her heart was there. She didn't want to leave that place. She had a yearning for that place. And you, we're not supposed to have mercy. When we deliver, we're supposed to leave, go. And not, we're supposed to, in our hearts, leave it. When we're leaving sin, when you leave in sin city, you leave sin city. Don't take it with you. You dwell on it, you're going to do it again. You're going to take it with you. So she didn't make it. Yeah, Rabbi, I, I mean, we were having a discussion on, on that as well. And I'm just wondering because I'm, I'm looking. And so maybe you could help me because I, I, I was, um, I went as far back as when they left Haran. And I realized it continues to talk about Abraham and Sarah and Lot. But it doesn't say that Lot has a wife. So the, rev, the, the, what, the thought that came to me was that Lot's wife, is she from that location? You know, and, and so I, I know this might, it's a different trajectory because I'm realizing a lot of um, men, Israelite men, are marrying women that are outside, whether it's, it's Judah marrying a, a Canaanite or Lot possibly marrying someone from, from Sodom and Gomorrah. And, but, and then I realized that children in turn, that those women bear, they have issues. <laughs> And so I, like because I, I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I'm kind of going ahead of you, and I apologize for that. <laughs> That's all right. But it's like, why that is your your first thought, mm. you know? And so I'm wondering, but that that's just a question I'm putting out there, yeah. as to whether she was from that location, and consequently, the reason why she couldn't leave that city, she was so locked in into that. City. That was kind of the conclusion. And also her daughters. Yeah, that discussion. was the conclusion. Where it was like we realized it wasn't just that she mm -hmm. looked back as the and, and looked back physically, but it was like her heart was there because this is the place she may have even grown up in, and it's like my things, my it. pleasures, <laughs> and stuff, and she couldn't leave them, so she t her heart turned back towards there. That's mm -hmm. where her heart was, and that's oh, why. Cool. And right. so it's interesting that you said the the same Correct. thing. Yeah, those her people, right? Yeah, you want to leave her people. Right? Yeah. So you know we have to be again. That's union. How it can affect you know, generations, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll go back and research that for you. How about that? Okay. Thank but you. But I never paid it attention. See, that's something it I didn't pay attention. It came up like a revelation. Yeah. We were like, is that, they may be the case. Yeah. And, and from it, we came to the conclusion that it was a heart thing. And then you said that it was her heart, really, that yeah. was the yeah. issue. So and, like that. And usually it. if you came from, from Abraham, if you were from his family, mm -hmm. then you know to do justice and righteousness, right? You know the right way to go. Mm -hmm. and, and to leave a place like that is no problem. I'm gone. You know. Correct. It's kind of like living in the United States. Mm -hmm. When given a choice, you can leave, and you say, oh, "I'm gonna stay here. This is where my heart is." Well, then you go go down with the ship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that is. <laughs> That, that, that's that's kind of that's a that's a that's a tough one to throw out there, isn't it? <laughs>
It is because, it, but it's a reality, isn't it? But my comforts, my pleasures. <laughs> think about, think about this country. Yeah. Everything that's going on in Sodom and Gomorrah in that region is happening in this country. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even to the fact, well, you know, mm. you know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in the same place. We know what's happening. Yep. And there, are, and and think about this though, people, Israelites, are getting out of here. Mm -hmm. I mean, people, I'm getting out of that place because I don't like, you know, what's going on. And then, and then the country is putting sanctions on the continent of Africa because they won't adapt to this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Think about that. And the angel says, I can't destroy this place until you get out of here. So people's hearts who have grown up here, have, all they know is here, can't leave it. They're like Lot's wife, Lot's like, like Lot's wife. They can't give it up because, man, this is all I know. I don't know about that over there. Right, right, and that's exactly what happens, isn't it? When when yeah, people it's... give you an inkling that you should leave, a yeah. lot of times, you know. Or as, as a couple, like one might get the vision and say, hey, yeah, I said this to me. The other person would be like, well, what are we going to do when we get there? <laughs> well, think about it this way. We all talk about the 400 years and how we've been set free, you know, the, you know, four years after 400 years, we come out of bondage. 400 years and people still say, I ain't going away. I ain't got nothing left on over there. But you say you leave. It's time to leave. Yeah. You know, and then a lot of people, you know, stayed in there. And again, people didn't want to go. People went kicking and screaming, Dathan and his bunch, you know. Mm -hmm. But again, most of the people that were in rebellion were those that had not, could not take hold to it, could not get hold, hold to the vision. And that, and that's what happens, you see. So with Lot's, Lot's wives, well, not wife, but Lot's wife, you know. And by the way, the people in Sodom and Gomorrah, where do you get Sodomites from? That was a lifestyle in Sodom, right? And 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 they were doing all kinds of things in Sodom. And they wanted to have their way with, you know, with the, the messages, Ma'akim, Ma'akim. But they're leaving, and Lot leaves with his daughters, and they go to the where they were hiding out, were going to live, and they saw the destruction of the plane. They thought that everyone was killed. You know, I felt like that before, that I'm the only one. Nobody else know about the Torah but me. Nobody want to keep Sabbath but me. I felt that way. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, my Isha and I, myself, we were the two. We didn't, we, we had, the, you know, kind of weird though. In Houston, in, in Houston, we, I don't know of any more people, Israelites here that are looking for the Torah. So we had to go in these, join these Messianic congregations of Europeans because we don't, we think we're the only ones. Mm -hmm. Then we get over there, we find out there's more, two or three of us here, two or three there. Well, we're not the only one, but but in order to you know, to, but the, the other thing is trying to get us to come together and and form our own thing. That's a, that's a different challenge. Mm -hmm. To the point where I say, well, maybe I'm not supposed to do that here. Maybe I need to go to get on out of Babylon and get get to where the people are open for, yeah. you know, because we have the opportunity here to change. So anyway, let me get back to this. Lot's daughters, and this is I, I want to try to get this part of. The parashah, because there, you know, and then we, there's so much in this parashah that we could pull out, but but for time's sake, we have to move forward. Mm -hmm. But lost daughters, 
uh, once they're there in safety. Uh, they look at their father, you know, lot, get him a little bit drunk, you know, give him some wine because they don't think they are, their husbands died back there in the land, so they can't perpetuate the raid, their, their name, their father's name. And so they decide, let's get father drunk on some wine because he's a, a wine bibber. And, and by the way, the wine that they drank was good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't none of that water down. That was the real stuff. Mm -hmm. So he got a little drunk, got a little tipsy, and they went in, and they went in, took their turn. They, now they schemed on this. This is, you know. Tell me something. Was Lot after the Ten Commandments or before the Ten Commandments? Well, have to, he's, he's after. Before? Wouldn't that be before? Mm -hmm. But if if we have already studied that it was established from, from right, the garden. that's true. That's true. If you it know? was from the beginning, and then in the beginning was considered. Ah, that's that's why I I had the question <laughs> as to whether the the wife, who is she? Because we know that he did not leave Haran, mm -hmm. or even Ur with a wife. So he mm -hmm. had to have married after, and and so that's why I'm like, they would have been brought up in the ways of where they were now even yeah. because ironically they did the same thing that the people of the city wanted to do with the angels uh -huh. they wanted to have their way with the angels the same way those girls wanted to have their way with their father the only difference is that like you said they, they kind of underhandedly got him drunk right and yeah human took away his, right. his ability to say no unlike the angels who were fully in, in their right senses and, and could reject. But yeah. again, not, not to, but the one thing that also stuck out to me was the fact that even when the people were blinded, it said that they were like, they exhausted the, the energies searching for the doorknob. I'm like, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and we also know that that, that was a, the tour was there. Yes. Mm -hmm. They had, you know, because Enoch was teaching Torah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Noah talked to her. Correct. Shem talked to her. Abraham. Yeah, Abraham, where he got his teaching from. Abraham's son. He was going to get his inheritance and everything. So I'm pretty sure Abraham was teaching him those ways. So this answers your question. Yeah, those that were from Abraham's seed from his family knew the way. And those that left out with him left out knowing Torah. That's why they left with it. Correct. He taught them. So if Lot had married one of those, she would have known the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she that that's why I'm questioning it. Yeah. That yeah. maybe. Yeah. No, but I, ironically, fruits, as well, by the fruits you'll know them. <laughs> so I realize. Yeah. You. Now. You. We. We. I'm <laughs> identifying her by her fruits, but Lot in us, in a way, also is identifiable by his fruit, because considering that when he chose, he chose based on sight. He did not choose by the leading of Yah, which which Abraham trusted Yah that wherever he went, he yeah. would be blessed because Yah would be with him. Yeah. Whereas Lot looked for the lush plush. He, he went with his eyes. He went with what he saw. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's a double lesson too, because in that you could see um, the potential. Yeah. You know, like he did potential yeah. with Yah. You'll see the potential for what something can become. So he might yeah. say, "Go here," and it might look desolate. 
but it has potential and then you go into another place and it's like the opposite of potential <laughs> which is what but it, it also it goes into mm -hmm. we we can choose mm -hmm. right we can choose and he's still going to be there with us Correct. as long as we're uh, you know, it, it, our desire is to do the right thing. We just chose the wrong thing, but he's still going to be with us and protect us. Right. right. And also, uh, for those that make the wrong decision, we have to pray for them and stand with them to get, you know, to get 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 understanding. Right. We pray for everyone to get understanding, mm -hmm. especially those that come out of our community. Mm -hmm. You know, we want them to to understand. And and, and these, again, they knew Torah. See, mm -hmm. we we're. We we get to the this this thing where we don't really understand that the Torah was before the creation. Of course, those in the, you all have been in advanced class, so you know that before the creation there was Torah, and we know that Torah has been taught all the way through, and we know that Enoch taught righteousness, and we know Enoch taught righteousness. Noah knew righteousness because he was saved in the ark and his family, mm -hmm. and then we know that Shem, his son, taught Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm -hmm. So they all knew Torah before. Before Moses walked the earth, Torah was in the earth. So the Lord's wife was not, I would say, was not a Torah follower, right? So when they had daughters, and the daughters, um, out of fear, did what they did, or, or again, wanted to perpetuate the race, so they have these children, right? The Moabites and the Ammonites. Now, last week, for you all advanced uh, students, you understand that um, uh, when you have incest, children born that are born on a what is unpermissible manner through incest, you know, uh, things of that rape, things of that nature. Um, what is that person? That person is called a, a mamzer. Mm -hmm. And when is a mamzer? A mamzer, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you see, the mamzer, because he was born out of a, a you know, he wasn't supposed to uh, be married that way. Uh, you know, be with, especially in the commandments says, and the commandments that are written, mostly put it down in writing. You know, you're not supposed to have intimate intercourse with your daughters. And that's where the mamzer, that's why the, the Moabites and the Ammonites, were, but a Moabite, Listen at the mercy of this. When it talks about the mamzer, it's talking more about the male. Remember, we're in the teachings. We say it's the male gender, not the female. But the male is where the issue comes in as being a mamzer. The female could actually marry into or be married by a proper Israelite, can actually marry a Moabite. How do I know that? Well, we got we got David. In his lineage, there's a what? More Small Bible. Bible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the issue was not with the women, it's with the men. Even though the women, you know, had their deal, but uh, you can marry a Moabite woman as an Israelite, have children, and they're not mamzer. They're not a mamzer. Mm -hmm. But the man, the male, boy, this genetic thing is terrible for me. Get into you know, because of the inheritance and stuff. So, you know, um, the Moabites, and, and they got problems. Moabites have problems, right? And and so, you know, uh, 
the men. You know, men can be a problem, and so can women if they're not taught properly. Mm-hmm. It's our responsibility. And we were talking about earlier how uh, we marry in our community, we go out and marry women outside the community. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 something we have to be very careful of, and that's why it's important to, if they're had their propensity to to change to accept the Torah, uh, that can be they bring problems in. You know, Slomo had that problem. But David married outside an Israelite. Bethsheba was not an Israelite. Hmm. And we get Shlomo. But the other son died. The first one died. Mm-hmm. The one that was, you know, from murder, the first child. But but then we get Shlomo and the other children. You see. Okay. So this is this, this is a challenge. This can this is a challenge for us, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's interesting because we were wondering that at one point too, because it was like it referred to her husband as um, the Hittite, or yeah. well, I'm sure there's mm-hmm. a different phrase in Hebrew, yeah. but that's how he knows yeah. by the Hittite. And so we were like, was she also a Hittite? But then if her name was Bathsheba, and like so, I was like, okay, daughter of Sheba. <laughs> well, that, would, that would have to do blackness too. Yeah, but, yeah. and so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Would that just be daughter? And so that answers that question. Because we were like, where does she fall? Was she Israelite who just married outside? Or was she, you know? Well, I, I don't know if, if scripture not being um, very transparent. Because the one time it was transparent was with Ruth. And we knew yeah. that she specifically said, I'm going to 